right, y'all. Welcome back to The Hedge with Double D. The Hedge with Double D. All right. Thank y'all for joining us again. Um, We are doing the NFC South today. We're continuing our NFL division previews. um, Talking the NFC South. Maybe the weakest division in the NFL. Uh, Arguable. Um, The NFC North, the AFC South probably have an argument with that. But um, we'll see. Today we're doing the NFC South. Um, Pretty low numbers for the over-unders in terms of total wins. Um, We've got a uh, first-timer, long-time listener, first-time caller, uh, EJ, (laughs) joining us today. EJ, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Of course. So EJ is a fan of the Falcons. So that's why I'm having him here for the NFC South. He's also a fan of Florida State Seminoles. So we'll maybe we'll get him back on when we talk ACC. Um, also, Tony and Dylan, thank you all for joining me today, as always. Of course. Of course. Good to see you, boys. Uh-huh. I know y'all are excited about the NFC South. Oh, yeah. Hey, I love I'll football, say I don't, I don't have an NFL team. Um, but if I had to have one, it's the Saints. So oh, let's go, baby. Okay. That's new is new to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a diehard Saints fan. Uh, He's a big Taysom Hill guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. No, like I've always followed players. So when Peyton Manning retired, I shifted to Drew Brees. Okay. So and then Alvin Kamara was there. You know, I don't know. Alvin well, Kamara, yeah. I got yeah, the black Kamara and gold. Here. I like I like the city. I like the uniforms. Why not? Uh, yeah. So. All right. NFC South. We have the uh, NFC South. So their uh, their schedule is going to be they're playing all of the NFC North and they're playing the AFC South. So as I just said, maybe the three worst divisions <laughs> in total. So maybe easier schedules. So maybe that makes for some, you know, overs instead of unders here. We'll see. Um, those definitely are favorable schedules, I'd imagine. Um because like I, like I, like we just said, those might be the three worst divisions. So maybe bad football, but maybe some wins. We'll see. Um, we're gonna start with Atlanta. EJ is our resident Falcon fan. Dirty birds. <laughs> it's dirty birds. <laughs> um, and so we'll let him talk about Atlanta. We'll let him start us off. But as always, I'll give us a little bit of information. Um, Atlanta. Besides the NFC South, AFC South, and obviously their divisional games, they're going to play Washington. They're going to play at the Jets and at the Cardinals. Um, so not too bad of a schedule there. Kind of easier. Um, their big story, obviously, is is Desmond Ritter going to step up and really take over the starting job? Is he going to take a step forward this year? Is Taylor Heineke going to take the job from him? Um probably not going to be good if they have a quarterback controversy. So probably if they want to win games, you'd imagine Ritter plays well and keep the job. But if something happens, Heineke seems like a uh, strong replacement there. Um, uh, In terms of who they've added, they added um, a defensive tackle. Um, I'm not sure if I'm saying this right, but Anye Mata. And I think they got him from the Saints. And then um, they added Calais Campbell, so they really kind of helped their defensive line there. And then they added Ellis as a linebacker. And they lost the linebacker, obviously, also with Evans. And then their big add was obviously their first-round pick with Bijan Robinson at running back. Um, 
They obviously were, or I mean, sorry, they also were able to keep their offensive line intact pretty well. So they've got some couple of good tackles and they've got a good guard that they kept. So their run game, to me, it seems like their running game and their skill players are kind of their strengths here with, uh, they've still got Drake London and Kyle Pitts and Kyle Pitts. Had a huge upside coming out of college. We're still waiting to see if he fully breaks out. He's had some games here and there. Um, man, this fly is like all in my face. Um, <laughs> and uh, But their weakness seems to be their defense kind of front seven there. So, um, EJ, I'll let you take it from there. You agree with me that, there's, that their skill players and their running game seems to be the strength and their weakness seems to be the front seven on defense? Yeah, no, Um Absolutely, man. Um, you know, we ran for, for over twenty seven hundred yards last year. Um, you know, with the, the high pitching, we were fourth, I think, in the NFL and rush expected points added per play. So, uh, we're returning four out of five offensive line starters. Um, drafted B. John Robinson, who you know, I know it like says lofty. I was talking about earlier, but I do think he's the second coming of LT Ladanian Thomason. Got a lot of the same intangibles and tools. Um, as far as, you know, speed, power, catching out of the backfield, um, just being able to find a way into the end zone. And so very exciting. And also, you know, with Tyler Algier, you know, who we had him from last year, he's not too bad at all, especially for a guy we snagged in the sixth round. Uh, so, you know, we mix a little bit of him. And then, you know, still got Cortero being able to, you know, use him as a gadget player out of the backfield and out wide. So I think, uh, yeah, arguably we could have the best, offense in this division now and you know especially the deadliest nfl rushing attack but quarterback play and you know that that that's the question mark uh that is on uh on everybody's mind right now it's court and that's not just for the falcons but almost throughout the entire nfc south i mean you got you got desmond Renner, you got bryce young um with, with carolina you got um who's even gonna be the saints quarterback at this point Derek Carr, baby. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, uh, you got Mayfield and um, uh, Trask down there battling out in, in Tampa Bay. So it, it's going to be an interesting year uh, for quarterbacks. Now, I will say uh, I do expect Desmond Ritter to start the season. However, I do think he gets pulled um, for Taylor Heineke if he struggles early. I, I, I do not think uh, – we're going to waste time with that unless, unless, you know, uh, it's been, a, the rumor has been going around for a couple of months now that, uh, you know, Falcons could and may tank for Caleb Williams. Oh. Um, um, you know, that, that's been, that was on Sports Illustrated. That was also in Bleach Report suggested. Um, and so it's been suggested that, and also Caleb Williams said, um, listed the Falcons as one of the teams he would like to play for. Uh, and he felt like he could be successful there. So I, I'm not a fan necessarily of tanking, but if it means I can get Caleb Williams and Mercedes Benz next year, I mean, because it, it, I don't think Desmond Ritter's the answer. And, and I'll, I'll, I should have prefaced it by saying that I don't think Desmond Ritter is the guy. Um, I think he is a journeyman, a stopgap answer at quarterback, um, just as Mariota was. Uh, we haven't had an answer since Matt Ryan, even though we wanted to get him out of there because we felt like he was done, but he was. Um, we haven't had an answer. So I do see us drafting a quarterback 
next year unless some kind of crazy crazy i want us to get lamar jackson deshaun watson which we almost did but uh you know the uh that did obviously that fell through and so but it's worth mentioning that the falcons we have the easiest schedule in division um after losing all those divisional tiebreakers we lost last year uh and so those extra games like you mentioned against arizona or washington uh those might be the difference makers because i don't see washington being good I don't see Arizona being very good at all either. Um, and so based on that, uh, it, it's up to the Falcons or Saints. It's the Falcons or Saints division to lose. And the only reason uh, I would give an edge to the Saints is be- just because of Derek Carr's veteran, um, you know, ability and veteran experience. I hate how people give him a bad rap. He's not a bad quarterback. Um, he, he never was. Uh and, you know, I feel like they they jerked his, his chains a lot in, in Oakland and went back and forth about what they wanted. You know, is he the quarterback of the future? Is not. So uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see um, who comes out on top. But if you, like I said, we were talking about those odds, you know, and, and they're very close between Caesars and, um, you know, DraftKings, like you said, you know, 120, both 120, both 800. Falcons are 240 on Caesars, 215 DraftKings, uh, 340 for uh, the Panthers, 400 with the DraftKings. So, you know, there, there's a lot of there. Everything's very close on um, between the different you know betting odds. So, you know, I, I do think uh, we have the best offense. It's just like I said, that front seven. I don't know how defense defensively. I don't know if we're going to be able to stop anybody because we couldn't last year. And uh, uh, even though we got a little bit of upgrades in the in the, in the um, defensive backfield, I, I'm worried about that. Like I said, our our D line and linebacker staff. I'm hoping to see good things step up from um, a few of the guys we drafted last year, uh, but it's it, it's hard to know. Especially and we didn't we didn't really address the pass rusher need again. So it's yeah. up for grabs man I'm, I'm and and so I, I think we could be successful but it's going to be like i said depend on the way our defense plays what kind of defense we feel so all right final question then ej do you see them winning over or under eight and a half games over over all right we'll put ej down for over we're over i mean look at i mean look at look at that schedule man like just the closing look at that schedule i mean you, you got opened up with, with with Carolina. Then you got the Packers next. You got Lions, Jags, Texans, Commanders, Bucks, Titans, Vikings, without Dalvin Cook, Cardinals, Saints, Jets, Bucks, Panthers, Colts, Bears, Saints. Yeah. So it, we got we have we have a, a weak soft schedule. So if we don't win eight and a half games, I don't know. No, I think I agree. I think like the hardest game on there is like the Vikings or the Lions or maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. Lions, yeah, possibly, but golf. That's a, yeah. I know. I know. I don't trust the Lions, but a lot of people. <laughs> but maybe maybe the Vikings, but yeah. So that's all right. So EJ's got over. Weak schedule, weak, uh, weak front seven on defense, but still got over. Um, Tony. Do you agree with EJ on the over? What are you thinking on the Falcons here? Man, um, I think this division, uh, in my opinion, is going to be the worst one in football this year. 
Um, I think really, I think nine games will win this division or nine wins. Excuse they did me. last year. So yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, and honestly, I think I was going to say over on Atlanta until I heard EJ talking. Um, <laughs> no, like, hold on. Let, let me continue. That's what um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> when you talked about the tanking for Caleb Williams, I'm thinking about it. Obviously, I'm not in the Atlanta front office, so I have no say in it. But that's a damn good idea because, like you said, Desmond Ritter's not the answer. I think that's pretty damn obvious. Um, and But Bijan Robinson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, you've got some really good young talent there. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say they're going to tank, but give me the under – I kind of want them to tank. Like, I know I said I'm a Saints fan. I shouldn't root root for the Falcons. (laughs) I like good football. I don't care. If they're a fun team to watch, they're a fun team to watch. So, I mean, I would love to see them get Caleb Williams and bring the NFC South back to to greatness, hopefully. So, uh, but that's for next year and after this. So, this year, give me under on the Falcons. I think they'll win, like, four or five games. Ooh, wow. Very under. Okay. All right. So, Tony, do you think Heineke, if they're that bad, you're going to see Heineke in the second half? Uh, it's tough to say. I mean, I think they should. But, again, like – and obviously this is just me thinking, like, y'all should tank, y'all should tank. Yeah. So, they, um, oh. <laughs> but, I mean, I think – I mean, if, if Ritter's not getting it done, they got to give Heineke a chance. You know, he's proven he can win. Not, mm-hmm. like, a lot, but he he's a serviceable quarterback. Uh, so I mean, you gotta give him a shot if Ritter's not doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so Tony's on the under. All right, Dylan, I'm going to you. Um, what are you thinking about Atlanta? You got over under? Any other thoughts on them? What's your What are you thinking? Yeah, uh, their front end of their schedule is easy. Uh, the middle of their schedule is pretty easy, and then I looked at the back end of it, and it's also pretty easy. So yeah. it's just, <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, I'm like, where do they lose games? Um. You know, I, I, you know, I, I see them starting strong. You know, going two and zero. I think they, I think they handle the Panthers. I, I don't think, you know, with the Packers, you know, at, you know, playing on the road, I think they can handle that. Um, and then, you know, they got, you know, Jacksonville's kind of their first big test. That's in London, which is always a weird place to play. You never know what you're going to see there. Um, like so that's kind of a toss up. Yeah. Um, and then I love them from there. I mean, I love, I mean, unfortunately, you know, I, I think the Titans, they, they even get the tight, you know, could get the Titans with just not having the offensive firepower. Um, the Titans, you know, obviously they play well in the regular season, um, you know, past couple of years, but uh, you know, I just, you know, with kind of the tra- 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 trajectory of them, um, you know, the, yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, I think that we're going to see Taylor Heineke sooner than later. Um, and I want to go out on a limb here and say he's the second most trustworthy quarterback in the division behind Derek Carr, um, even over Desmond Ritter. Now, got to give the guy a chance, you know, but I'm talking about proven, you know, commodities in the NFL. Um, Taylor Heineke is going to be one of the most proven guys. I mean, I don't I don't like Baker Mayfield down there. Um, and then, you know, obviously, uh, I'm trying to see who else uh, – why can't I think of the fourth team there? Who's the fourth Bryce Young? Bryce Young. Yeah. I mean, Bryce Young as a rookie. I mean, he, I, I guess, you know, it's a toss up, but I, I think that obviously Heineke's the second most proven. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking we're going to see him in my prediction. I'm gonna, I'm thinking Atlanta's pushing for the division. Um, I like the idea of tanking, but I mean, they've got so many weapons. Um, I think they're gonna be the highest scoring team in the division. Uh, they're going to get scored on a lot though. 
uh, just depending on if they can slow anyone down. And I love Cordell Patterson, chorus go balls. You know, I got to rep my guy. Um, that guy is, um, he's been amazing, um, you know, ever since he's gotten there and he's kind of found his role. Um, if they can maximize him, like, you know, with Algier, um, Bijan Robinson, I mean, if, if London takes, you know, a little step forward and Kyle Pitts can become who he needs. I mean, they have so many weapons um, offensively that it's just like, okay, they can't stop you, but they can score. Um, so that being said, I'm going to go ahead and take the over on the Falcons as well. Um, I just think they get off to a hot start. Now, do I think they're going far in the playoffs? I don't think so. I think, you know, defense, they will, they're going to run up against some good defenses um, at some point. But I do see them making a playoff berth potentially. I mean, they they just have a ton of weapons. Um, Atlanta's a great city. Um, you know, they, they're going to – they definitely will get behind their team if, uh, you know, they're doing well. And uh, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch, honestly, the Falcons – uh, good to have EJ on and give me some Falcons insight because he got me fired up for him a little bit. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna take the over. I think they're about. A, I think they're right there at like nine wins, ten wins. Um, you know, just they're just gonna tear up the front end of their schedule and then you know kind of cruise and hopefully keep it going. So uh, over um, nine and a half for me. All right, over eight and a half. Eight and a half. Sorry, eight and a half. Sorry. All right. All right, guys. Man. EJ scared me with the uh, tank for Caleb Williams because, like, <laughs> I was going to go over it, but I'm not going to let EJ talk me out of it. I'm still going over. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't think – I think that I think what Dylan said is right. I think they're going to be fighting for the division, and at that point, there's no reason to tank because you're going to try – you want to make the playoffs. Um, we've all said it. They've got a lot of good skill players. Um, B. John Robinson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Cordero – um patterson they added a couple guys on the defensive line maybe calais campbell he's a little older but maybe he can help maybe the Onyamata on the line can help um like ej said finishing fourth in division really helps you get a much easier schedule if you finish last um and like y'all have all said that schedule was like oh my god where is the, where is it gonna get hard I think none of us are giving any respect to the Lions. I think they're going to get beat by the Lions at Detroit early on. But after that, the middle of the schedule, especially Texans, Commanders, Bucks, Titans, like those are four very easy games, basically. Not that they're going to win them all, but very winnable games for them. I mean, it's just I, I see nine, I see nine wins here. So I'm going to go over two. I think I see nine wins at least. Um they don't have a bad offensive line, which is important. They've got a pretty solid offensive line. They kept a lot of the starters. Jake Matthews is a really good tackle. They kept their other uh, right tackle, right guard. So, I mean, I'm, I think I'm going over with the Falcons. Um, and we'll see how it goes later in the episode, but I, they, they might even be my divisional pick. Um, I think I think the Falcons are going to be strong this year. Not strong, but compared to the rest of the division, strong. Yeah, I mean, we're going to run the ball. I mean, you Titans fans know that. I mean, Arthur Smith, <laughs> I mean, he developed Derrick Henry. I mean, that that's his. I mean, so, you know, but, I mean, you guys kind of reiterated with, um, with um, you know, Sports Illustrated and Bleacher Report say about the Caleb Williams thing. There's like, you know, with all the weapons, that's the risk you run at drafting a bunch of skill position players before you have a franchise quarterback. You might you might end up just good enough to yeah. not get someone like Williams. So, yeah. And, and that's, it kind of sounds like all of you guys kind of reiterated that statement. So, and I could see him being like six and six and then moving to Heineke to try to move to that eight and six, you know, try because yeah. I think, I mean, look, last year, 
everyone won seven games except for Tampa Bay. <laughs> like it was a trash division last year. So, and it's not like any team got much better. So it seems like eight or nine wins is going to win again. So it's like, might as well try to win the division, see what happens, you know? So, all right. Let's see. So we've got three of us over. Tony's on the under. All right, let's move to uh, Carolina. All right, uh, the Panthers. The Panthers, um, they're extra three games this year. They go at Seattle. They play Dallas. They go at Miami. So a little bit harder schedule, in my opinion, a much harder schedule, in my opinion. Um, they added, they lost. Okay, so their big loss was DJ Moore on, on offense, but they added Adam Thielen. They added Miles Sanders and Hayden Hurst at tight end, and they also added DJ Chark. Obviously, their major addition was Bryce Young at quarterback. So um, it's kind of similar to the Falcons. They've got a lot of good skill players. We'll see if their quarterback can do it. Um, and their weakness, though, is again their line play. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna start with Tony here. Um, Tony, the over under for Carolina is seven and a half wins. What are you thinking? Um. With their schedule being considerably tougher, and honestly, like I think the Falcons and Saints are both better teams than them. Um, I think that number is just a little too high, so I'm going to take the under on it. Uh, I do think the future is pretty bright in Carolina. I do. I mean, I don't like Bryce Young because he's an Alabama guy, but I think he's going to be really good. Um, I know he's a little bit undersized, but you know, quarterbacks like Drew Brees, and if Kyler Murray were more focused. Um, <laughs> I think they would both prove that you don't have to be the big in stature to be great. So uh, I like Bryce Young in that way, and I think the Panthers are going to be good in the future, but uh, this coming year is going to be a rough one for them. It's going to be a long one for them. Uh, give me the under on the Panthers. All right. All right, Dylan. Uh, what are you thinking? you agree with Tony on the under? Can you give me the total one more time? Seven and a half. Yeah. Um I mean, their schedule is much harder than the Falcons, um, you know, and they're going to have to play the Falcons twice. Um, they're going to play the Saints twice. Um, I think that they're going to go, you know, in those games, probably 0-4. I mean, 1-3. Um, I could see them getting swept, um, you know, right there. Uh, yeah, again, you know, Bryce Young is going to be a great player. I mean, great quarterback, I think, at some point in the league. Um, but it's just year one, um, and it's not like – the weapons that they have, I mean, they lost McCaffrey last year, which was a huge part of their team. And, you know, their defense is not there. Like we've all, I mean, we kind of talked about the line play. They have a guy, they got some players, but, um, you know, I, I just, I just kind of see them getting, um, you know, used to, uh, you know, kind of used to their new, their new squad. Um, the, the front end of their schedule is just hard too. I mean, they're going to play at, at Atlanta. Um, they're going to play, um, you know, the Saints at home, but I think the Saints are, are, are more complete right now, getting Bryce Young on an early game. Um, and then they got to play the Seahawks at Seattle. You know how hard that is. So there's another, you know, I think that's a loss. Vikings, um, can, you know, they're they're going to be an, another team that's trying to push for the playoffs. Uh, so, you know, I just kind of see them getting rocked in the, in the early part of their schedule. And then at Lions, Miami, um, it doesn't really ease up on them until they get to the Houston Texans and the Colts. And, and we've, we've kind of seen the Jonathan Taylor news coming out. Um, and Jim Irsay, um recently, right before this show, um, I, I think the Colts, is, that's going to be another game that if they're kind of in disarray, um, a lot of these, uh, I mean, these, these teams in this division will capitalize on that. So somebody's going to beat them. But 
um, still not a bad team, um, you know, with what they got going on. So, um, yeah, give me the under. Um, I see a five-win team, you know, six-win team. Um, I think Bryce Young's going to have flash in the pan. Um, hopefully by the end of the year, you know, they can they can take care of, you know, the Tampa Bay Bucks um, a couple times. You know, that, that would be their kind of their shining, um, I think, uh, you know, what they hang their hat on next year is if Bryce Young can have some solid games against the Bucks, um, a divisional opponent, and win some games there. Um, but early on, I think it's pretty dismal for them. Um, so I'm going to take the under. All right. Another under here. All right. Um, I'm agreeing with what a lot of y'all are saying. Um, I think the loss of DJ Moore and McCaffrey is huge. Um, adding Thielen and Miles Sanders, I don't think is anything that helps them out that much compared to that. Adam Thielen, he was really good with the Vikings a couple years ago, but he has aged out. He's not near what he used to be. Miles Sanders is just an overpaid running back at this point. Sorry, running backs. Um, Hayden Hurst is a good tight end, but I mean, and DJ Chark's pretty good receiver, but I think they're going to need more that with, with a bet. When you have a rookie quarterback, you need a good offensive line. I think Bryce Young is going to get beat up a lot back there. He's going to get flustered. He's going to throw it away a lot, throw interceptions a lot. Like y'all said, I think they're going to get beat by Seattle, Dallas, and Miami for those three extra games on their schedule. Um, and I'm going to go with the under here also. I think them and Tampa Bay are going to be the two worst teams in the division by far. Um, so I'm going to take under seven and a half in it. I wouldn't be surprised if they're one of the top, like they're one of the worst three teams in the league, honestly. Um, but I do, I, like y'all said, I could see Bryce Young being good later on. Um, all right, EJ, uh, I'm going to go with you. We got about a little over three minutes left. For yeah, this uh, here, what's your it thoughts? Won't me, it won't take me long to talk about the Panthers because there ain't nothing okay. to talk about. Okay. Um, the, 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 the Panthers, they just don't have enough. I mean, they just don't have enough. Um, you know, Bryce Young is good. I think he's good, but obviously he'll struggle, you know, not because of height, but just because of the the, the acclimation of, of a quarterback leading a franchise as a rookie. Um, I think he's out of the tool. I think eventually, you know, year two will be fine, but I do think he'll struggle early on. Um, I think Miles Sanders. Uh, I think it is a good pickup for them, but it, like I said, he's he's still not a, a Derrick Henry or or you know one of those guys, um, you know the, the Derrick Henrys or the you know what Ezekiel Elliott used to be and things like that. You know he's not. I don't see him as just the bell cow. I mean, he's decent, but I don't see him being enough to win games based on his performance. Now, a lot of Philadelphia fans might argue with me and say, you know, well look at his couple of big games he had last year. It was probably he, he's good for one or two, um, but. He's still number Caffrey. Uh, and I, I do think that that loss was too big for them. DJ Moore is, is good. I think LaVesca Shell not is a good receiver, but I still think he's a year off um, from whether we're going to know he's going to be like a, a dude or not. Um, so I, I just don't see them being able to compete at a high level anywhere. Um, defense, you know, they got Horn, you know, good corner, but again, playing with Shell, lost Gilmore. Uh, there's a lot of vulnerabilities and a lot of unanswered question marks. And Chark, I feel like Chark, Hurst, all those guys' best years are behind them. Uh, I, I feel like they had, you know, Chark flashing the pan at Jags, Hayden, a couple of good years, you know, with Falcons in uh, Baltimore. But it's just, it's not enough. Uh, I, 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 it's going to be a, a fight between them and Bucks to who's going to be the worst team in the division. And I really can't see. I, I want to give it to the Bucks just because they have more questions at quarterback than need than anybody, but uh, it won't be by much. Yeah. So I'm going under for sure. Yep. 
And if any of those Eagles fans were to say Miles Sanders, blah, 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 I'd also say I might have a good game behind that offensive line here and there. Like, it's a huge (laughs) (laughs) Hard to mess up behind the Eagles offensive line, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. So all of us are under on the Panthers. Um, I think that calls for a little... uh... Under the hedge. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I'm here to help. Come on in here for a sec. Oh, sorry. Just Stewie talking, you know. (laughs) All right. right. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break here. We'll come right back. We're going to talk Saints. We're going to talk Bucks. And then we're going to pick our division winners. So stick around. All right. All right, y'all, welcome back to The Hedge with Double D. The Hedge with Double D. All right, we got two more teams left. We got the Saints, we got the Bucks. Um, so we'll start with the Saints here. The Saints are the favorite to win the division uh, this year in the NFC South. They finished third last year, so they've got a little bit, you would imagine they have a favorable schedule, but it's not near as favorable as the fourth place with Atlanta. So um, their extra three games, they go to New England. They go to the Rams. Um, the Rams, I think, are an interesting team. I'd be inter- I'm ready to. T- I'm excited to talk about them in the West because they could be really good. They could be terrible. But um, two years removed from a Super Bowl. Yeah, seriously. And then they were mm-hmm. trash last year because they had like everyone got injured. Um, so, but we'll save that for another day. And they also play the Giants, who again are could be really good, could be bad, could be in the middle. Um, so the New England, the Rams, and the Giants are their three extra games. Um, their big addition this year was Derek Carr for quarterback. They've still got Jameis Winston. They've still got Taysom Hill. It's funny if you look at their depth chart. Taysom Hill is fourth at the QB depth chart, which is weird because they paid him a lot of money a couple years ago. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you can't get rid of him when you pay him that much money, but that's interesting to me. Um, I'm sure I'm sure they'll still use him as their, you know, little strange wildcat packages or whatever you want to call them, where he's running or passing the ball. But uh, they added Jamal Williams, a running back, um, the ex-Lion, ex-Packer. I liked him a lot when he was with the Packers. He's a good power running back. Um, I swear he scored like 15 touchdowns last year. It was crazy. He scored all the time last year for the Lions. Um, so he's a good second option to uh, Kamara. And then they uh, their first draft pick, uh, Breesy on defensive tackle, will help uh, offset one of the losses they have there on the defensive line, maybe. You know, from Clemson, we'll see if he's any good. Um, for me, their strengths are still, I think they're running back. Their skill players basically are their strengths with Kamara, with Olave, with Michael Thomas. If Michael Thomas stays healthy. I mean, who knows with him? He's been hurt all the time. He's been out so much. If he's anything close to where he used to be, that'll be good for them. Um, they've still got Lattimore at cornerback, and they've got Matteo at safety. So I think they've got a pretty – oh, and they've got Cam Jordan at even's event. I think that's really important. He's one of their – maybe their best defenders there. Um, so I think they've got a good defense. I mean, like, you know, like a mid, mid-range defense, uh, kind of mid-range offense also. <laughs> it all depends on if Derek Carr – can uh, gel with Olave and Michael Thomas if he's healthy. And then obviously Kamara's, you know, he kind of does it all out of the backfield. So we'll see if, what all he can do. 
Oh man, this was tough for me picking over under. Luckily, I'm not first, so we'll let Dylan go first, and I will go second. <laughs> so Dylan, uh, let me hear what you're thinking on the Saints. Again, nine and a half is their win over under total. So what are yeah. you? Man, uh, we got hype earlier on the Falcons um, a little bit, you know, going over, and I think we were pretty we were pretty good on that. But um, from what I can see, this is going to be the most complete team in the division. Um, you know, Derek Carr is a vet. He's not a bad quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He's not, you know, he's not top five quarterback, but he can come in with a team that's heavily focused on defense. Um, Dennis Allen's a second year coach, um, but they do, they they always are a good defensive team. And that being said, I mean, I, I think that they are, you know, rightly so the favorite to win the division. Um, and, you know, I, I, I'm pretty Sure, it's going to come down to the wire, but I, I kind of do see that happening with this team. I just think that, you know, with, with a Dennis Allen in his second year, he, he kind of got his guy with Derek Carr. Jamal Williams is a really big add because really Kamara, in my opinion, I mean, being a balls guy, you know, I love Kamara, but like the way they were using him at the end of the year last year where they were putting him out in the slot and, um, you know, with with Thomas and Alave and then kind of Kamara in the slot and then you have the power running game. Um, there's just a really good you know, kind of set up for a quarterback like Derek Carr, um, you know, to have a lot of weapons, way more weapons than he had with, you know, Las Vegas. So um, I think his, uh, I think his, uh, you know, leadership shows in the regular season. I don't know if they're like going to make a run in the playoffs, but um, they got a pretty easy schedule uh, as well. We've kind of talked about it, um, you know, the beginning of their season, they're starting with the Titans at home. I think they can handle the Titans um, Panthers. I think are, you know, we've already talked about them. So you know, I think, you know, then Packers, Bucks, um, I think they have a, you know, pretty easy stretch to start the year and get some momentum. Um, and then, of course, they play in the middle of their schedule. They've they got the Texans. Um, they've got the, we've talked the Colts a little. Um, you know, their harder games are on the back end, uh, I do think, with the Giants and the Rams. Um, but, to, you know, we don't know where the Rams are going to be, but, you know, harder, you know, they, that's going to be a better game. Uh, I see them right there at like nine to 10 wins. Um, but I do see them kind of edging out. Um, you know, I, I think they can squeak out 10 wins this year. Um, and uh, I think Derek, uh, Derek Carr takes them to the playoffs. So I'm going to take the over on the Saints. Dylan with the over. Man, this was the one team that I'm like the most back and forth on. Um, I just like... I mean, I, th I think it's going to be nine or 10 wins, basically. I think nine and a half is perfect where they put it. Uh, they've got a little bit of a favorable schedule getting to play New England and the Rams um, and the Giants, as opposed to like like Carolina with Seattle, Dallas, and Miami. But man, I'm just like, I'm so torn because like, I don't think Derek Carr is bad either. I don't think he's good. I mean, not I don't I don't think he's great. I don't think he's bad. I think he's got similar weapons, though. I mean, uh, you know, he had Devontae Adams. He had Josh Jacobs. If Darren Waller could stay healthy, he'd have him. But I do think the Saints' defense is a little bit better than the Raiders were. And, man, I don't, like I said, like, like we said, this division's bad. The schedule's pretty easy. I'm so torn on this. I really, I really want to pick Atlanta to win the division. Um Just especially, and part of me really wants to take Atlanta to the win of the division because they're plus 215 as opposed to plus 120. And, you know, 
anytime you see that extra juice, you like, yeah, that's tempting. <laughs> but oh man, I think I'm also gonna go. I think I'm gonna go ten wins for the Saints too. Um, part of me really wants to say nine wins, but I still think I'm gonna go ten wins. So I'm gonna go over. And I think though that I think it's going to come down to that last game against Atlanta, Week 17. I think that's going to be a game for the division to see who makes the playoffs. Obviously, only one team from here is going to make the playoffs. I think that last game is going to be to see who makes the playoffs. Um, I think they basically sim they they're in a similar position where they both got some good skill players. Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Ritter or Heineke, and I trust the Saints defense slightly more than I do the Falcons defense. Um, so I'm going to say over for the Saints. I think they'll win 10 games, uh, but I'm not super confident about it. <laughs> All right, uh, EJ, moving on to you. Are you going to keep the over trend going? What are you thinking? I mean, I hate the Saints. <laughs> I mean, I, I do, and, and they're fans, and they're about as bad as Georgia fans. But, um, I mean, just based off of schedule and – just uh yeah it's very hard I'm, I'm like going back and forth because you know based on the you know the weak division and everything i would say i would just flat say um you know over but then also i mean who knows if michael thomas is going to play i mean and who cares if he does if he's the same guy i mean alvin Kamara, who knows who knows how many games he plays or has to sit depending on the suspension um, Jamal Williams, I think, good uh, pickup. Uh, like you said, you know, well, um, you know, thousand yards, seventeen touchdowns with Detroit last year. Um, so I, I think that'll be beneficial. I, I just don't know with, with the coach and, and with with Derek Carr. You know, can he regain his confidence? And if he does, to what degree? Um, and you know, their their defense is, is suspect too. I mean, they, got, they still got a few good pass rushers, but then what's their secondary? You know, what, what what's that like? So I I, I don't know, man. And, and looking at their schedule, you know, uh, you know, Titans first game, whatever, you know, you know, other either way. And now, uh, you know, I'll probably give that game to Titans out the gate. Um, I give that game to Tannehill and Hopkins and and, those, and, D, and Henry. Um, so you got those. Then you got Panthers. You know, depending on you know, depending on what um Bryce Young does the first game compared to the second game, Packers. Bucks, okay, but then you got Patriots, all right, and, and that could be interesting. And then you know, uh, if Ezekiel Elliott ends up in New England, you know that could be a very interesting situation too. If you know, he was seen with Mac Jones this weekend, so um, and then you got Texans, who knows, right? You know they have a heck of a running game down there. Um, Jags, all a very much improving team. So you know, Colts, they say Anthony Richards is taking first team snaps and has looked great. So I mean, hey. That mid stretch right there, and then you go to Chicago, you know, Fields, and he's only getting better. And then you got Vikings, and then Falcons, and then your Lions. So, I mean, I, I, I'm going to go under. I, I think I'm going to break the trend and go under because that's what they have way too many question marks and way too difficult of a midseason schedule to say that they're going to be able to pull off the that many wins. So, uh, I think I'm going to go under. All right. Um, I think that I, a little off topic here, but I think the Texans is going to be an interesting team. Um, they could, I think that EJ taught me into them. Yeah. Now I want to go under. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be into it. 
that <laughs> mid-season stretch is nuts. You're right. It is. Like, like I didn't. Yeah, I'm gonna stick to my guns for now. Sorry to interrupt you, God. This was <laughs> no, I had to say, I'm it. sitting here thinking. I'm like, dang. Dude, I'm still, I still, I, should say, I don't even like my pick that I said over, but I'm like, oh, their team just seems like they'll win 10 games, but I don't know. I could easily see them winning eight or nine. So, but Tony, you gonna tie it up at two and two? Or are you gonna take the over? What are you thinking? Man, I'm gonna, this was probably the easiest one for me, honestly. Um, I'm gonna take the over. Okay. I think this team could actually even get up to like maybe 12 wins this year. Ooh. You know, I'm looking at the schedule. They're not, they're going to be favored pretty much in every game until they play Jacksonville. And even then it's in new Orleans. They could easily be favored in that too. You know, I don't, I don't see the end the Colts, even with Richardson, I don't see them being anything good. Like bears. Did they really improve that, that much, you know, at Minnesota could be a little bit difficult, but Honestly, and I wouldn't be surprised if they went 6-0 and in the division either. Um, so that could be six wins for them. Um, and talking about Derek Carr getting his confidence back, if there's a place to get your confidence back as a quarterback, it's New Orleans. That city loves their team. Love them or hate them. They've got probably the best home field advantage. They've got one of the most loyal fan bases. I say this as a completely bandwagon. Like, yeah, I root for them. Does it dictate my mood if they lose? No. Um, but just – New Orleans, they really embrace their people in there. And uh, I think Derek Carr is going to enjoy some success there. I'm not going to say they're going to win the Super Bowl or even go on a deep playoff run, but I really like the Chris Olave. I think he's got a really, really good chance this year to be in the top 10 receivers in fantasy, um, if not even top five. Uh, and then Kamara and Williams, a little, little thunder and lightning combo. You know, I think their offense – is going to be right up there with um, Atlanta's offense in the division. Honestly, I think it's going to be a little bit better than Atlanta's because they actually have a quarterback that can spread that ball around. Is he the best? Is he Peyton Manning? No, but you don't need Peyton Manning to win. So, um, and also their defense, their defense has been really good for a while now. You know, um, they've got arguably the best cornerback in the league. Uh, he's probably not the best, but he's top five in Marshawn Lattimore. I know Tyron Matthews getting a little bit older, but he's still really playing at a high level. So I like their secondary. I like their linebackers. I like everything about their defense. Uh, I think they've got the best offense and the best defense in the division. And I see them, like I said, going over on the wins. Uh, don't be surprised if they play um, – sorry, if they get into like the top four C or obviously they're going to be a top four if they're a division winner, but – uh, they're a surprise team. I think they could really do something in the playoffs, especially with the NFC not being super, super stacked. You know, you have your good teams, but it's kind of top-heavy. So watch out for the Saints. If they get lucky and get a home playoff game against a better team, they could upset them and win. So give me the over on the All right. Saints. All right. May feel better, Tony. I was, was going to say. Now, yeah, I like I said, this was the easiest one on the list for me. I did forget about Marshawn Lattimore, and um, I forgot about I forgot about him still being there. But uh, we call it the emotional hedge, though. EJ, you said you hated the Saints, and yeah, uh, it's hard. To, it's hard to. <laughs> it's always hard to, to pick yeah, the EJ. Yeah. I will agree with you. I don't like Saints fans, so I don't like Tony either. So I'm. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Tyron Matthew, I, I don't know. Yeah, he's still good. I, I'm still want to see. What is, is he like 33, 34 now? He's getting up there. Well, I say yeah, Mark. Yeah, that's that'll be interesting. Who's on the other side of that secondary? 
Let's look. Um, I just had their roster pulled up. Hold on. So they got, yeah, I've got it right here. So they got, it's um, Marshawn Lattimore and Paulson Adebo. I don't know who that is. Adebo, Paulson Adebo. And then Marcus May is the other safety. And they've got Jonathan Abram, the old Falcon, right? Yeah, yeah. So that'd be interesting, huh? Uh, Because one side is solid, like, if if Tyron Matthew can still play. Um, But then the other side is, is heavily suspect. Yeah. They've got a safety named Smoke Monday. Tell me about it, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, jokes aside, it's a good name. It is. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> all right. So we got three overs. We got EJ with the under. Um, obviously, doesn't like the Saints, so take that with the grain of salt. <laughs> we'll see. Um, Oh, but man, my over was and was not a confident over. So we'll see. All right, last team, guys, the Bucks, Tampa Bay Bucks. They finished first in the division last year. Obviously, they had Tom Brady, um, so that was a big loss. Um, and they are projected to finish last in the division this year. Um, if you look at their schedule, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> If you compare their three extra games compared to everyone else, it's hilarious. It's like it's gross. This schedule is nasty. <laughs> They've got the Eagles at the Bills and at the 49ers as their three extra games. <laughs> 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 so those seem like three losses, I would imagine. That's yeah. tough. That is tough. They go from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield, or maybe Kyle Trask. <laughs> <laughs> so um I mean, no, I mean, Baker Mayfield, I like him as a, I love when I hear him talk. I think he's like a, he seems like a good guy, fun guy, but I don't trust him as a quarterback. I wouldn't want him as my team's quarterback. Um, Kyle Trask, a Florida guy. Um, I don't know. I don't trust him either. Yeah. Um, we'll get, once we get to the Colts, same thing, EJ, we'll all be like, ah, we don't trust Anthony Richardson. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but, um, uh, we'll keep going. The Bucks. they added uh, their first draft pick. Uh, I can't even read my handwriting here. Canacy, Um, He already got hurt, um, so that's not good for them. Um, they added Baker. They lost Leonard Fournette. They lost Cameron Brait. Obviously, Tom Brady. They lost, they lost their left tackle, their starting left tackle, Smith. Um, I mean, I still like their, their skill players are still their strength. Um, their running back Rashad White is it? Yeah, Rashad White, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Russell Gage. They've still got a good skill players, so maybe Baker can do something with that. Um, their linebacking core, and then Vita Vea on the D line is their other strike. Um, they've got some solid. I mean, their linebacking core is like makes me jealous as a Packers fan. Between Devin White, Levante David, Shaquille Barrett, um. Otherwise, though, like, remember, I mean, last year they had a bunch of injuries, so maybe that's something in their favor that won't happen this year. But I have no trust in the Bucks. I don't think they're going to be very good. Um, they only won nine games or eight games, right? They only won eight games last year with Tom Brady. So six and a half is their total this year over under. Um, this one was my for me, Tony. This was my easiest pick. I picked them under. Um. And I feel confident about that, um, which maybe that's bad. Who knows? 
But I'm going to go under for the Bucks. I could see them being one of the worst teams in the league. Um, just not moving the ball at all, not stopping the pass much. Um, and I mean, they're going to get destroyed by the Eagles, the Bills, and the 49ers. So um, I think they've got a tougher schedule. It all comes together. Um, I'm going under. Uh, EJ, we'll go with you next. What are your thoughts on the Bucks here? You agree with me? Yeah, I agree. Um, there is it's probably the easiest pick of the uh division. They're under. Um, you know, they they just don't have the roster. I mean, as simple as that. They just don't have the roster to compete. Um, you know, could they in a few years possibly they have one of the youngest rosters in the NFL? I mean, they are a very, very young team. There's not a lot of players um over the age of 28 or even on their team. So but it's a bunch of bots, um, you know, and I know that's easy for us to say people that aren't in NFL, but like, you know, figuratively speaking, I mean, they, there's nobody that, I mean, Mike Evans uh, are his best days behind him. Probably. So um, Chris Godwin, I, I've never been a believer in him um, to be honest. He's too inconsistent for my life and his days hurt way too much Rashad white. I mean, that's, that's you're not, you're not going to get, a thousand yards out of a guy like that I, I i'd be very surprised um now that brings me to baker mayfield baker mayfield will be the starter baker mayfield is a lot better quarterback than what people give him credit for however he keeps getting that the freaking keys to pintos instead of ferraris everywhere he goes is it's just crap uh and, and i and i feel bad for the guy because he, he never, uh, you know, outside of the year he had with Odell when he tore his ACL in three games or whatever it was. But, like, it's like he every time he goes somewhere, it's always on a sinking ship or when they're past their prime. I mean, even when we went to the Rams, the Rams were past their prime. Um, and, and so the, this Buccaneers team, you don't have a lot to work with. So in a year that could and should be approved for uh, Baker Mayfield, I feel like he's been set up to fail already. Um, and and this is his last chance because I mean I don't know if Peyton Manning, your boy, could win <laughs> this roster. I I, I don't I don't <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see it. I mean it's just terrible from top to bottom. I mean it's a joke. It's an absolute joke, and uh, it's a disservice to not only Baker Mayfield but Todd Bowles because they they both deserve a little bit better than this roster. So yeah, I'm under all the way. These guys will be one of the worst, if not the worst team in the league. All right. Um, I think that brings us to Tony. Um, Tony, do you agree with EJ? One of the worst teams in the league going <laughs> under? What are you thinking here? Man. Well, yeah, EJ has definitely got me questioning myself right now, but oh. <laughs> give, me the, give me the over on the buzz. I think, <clears throat> you know, no disrespect to EJ, but I think I think you're wrong about the roster. You know, I think the biggest question mark they have on the roster, I know last year they had injuries, so, you know, I can't blame them. And even the, even though all the injuries, they still won. And I know you're losing Tom Brady, but, you know, you still have Evans, you still have Godwin, which are they injury prone? Are they consistent? You know, they're damn talented. Like, they're really good receivers. And then that defense, like Dawson said, with the uh, linebacking core, arguably the best one in the league. You know, I want you to find one that's better. Uh, defensive line, solid. Antoine Winfield, you know, I know their whole secondary isn't strong, but Antoine Winfield is still really good. Um, one of the best safeties in the league. So, 
Man, I honestly, uh, I think I think the Bucks are going to be second in the division. Um, I mean, I think them them and Atlanta are going to be fighting for second. But um, I mean, it all comes down to Baker Mayfield. If he can get that confidence back and he can prove that he is a, still a decent, serviceable quarterback and he's got a spot in the NFL, I think this team could actually be pretty decent. Um, so I'm going to have them uh, over on because it's only six and a half, right? It is six and a half. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty easy. Um, I know they have that those three tough games, but I mean, you get the Falcons twice, you get the um, uh, Panthers twice. You know, the schedule, it's not super favorable, but, you know, you got the Texans, the Titans, the Colts, like that whole division. They could easily win all four of those games. Um, so give me the over on the Bucks. I guess this is a hotter take than I originally thought it was, but uh, I think the Bucks are going to be a decent team. It all comes down to Baker Mayfield. So we'll see what happens. Give me the over. All right, Tony with the over. All right, Dylan, uh, what are you thinking? You with Tony? You with us? boys boys this is fun this is why i do this right here because i get to go last and i get to hear everybody's takes i love this right here and dude i'm honestly like you know this is such a cool storyline in so many ways um it's it's hilarious because you know they they get the draw of the hardest schedule because of a a departing quarterback you know just for betting sake you're like this is a no brainer. You know, they, they're getting the toughest schedule based on their past roster, you know, and they're coming off a Super Bowl um, a couple years ago. Right. And so, I mean, the T there, there's a winning culture there. Right. So they have still a lot of those guys. I, I love Devin white. I think he's one of the best linebackers in the league. He's so fun to watch. Um, and, you know, my Thomas and Chris Godwin, like they, they, they're not worse. Um, you know, they're not at that. They weren't on such a decline. I mean, like skill wise, I mean, Godwin is getting injured. Um, Mike Evans, I'm sorry, is been a really good receiver his whole career. Um, always liked him. Um, but I'm trying to find the wins. Like I'm trying to find these seven wins, like looking at their schedule. And that's the hard thing for me. Like there's not, there's not like, I don't see, I do see them beating like, you know, the Titans, Texans, like of that group. I do see them winning there. Um, but, uh, I think that the people of Tampa are going to just, you know, experience what, what I call the Baker Mayfield meltdown. Um, you know, I just don't see it happening for him this year. I love, I love your take Tony. I thought it was great. I think their roster is good. Um, but the quarterback play is not going to be there. Baker's a decent quarterback, but if you know, the offense is injury prone, um, you know, they got the hard those hard games, you know, his mental toughness has been questions his whole career. So uh, I'm going to say, uh, get your phone out, go ahead and hit the under. Um, I'm going to put them right at six wins. Um, and I think it's just a reset year. They got a Super Bowl a couple of years back and they're going to need to reload that uh, quarterback position. So <clears throat> that, that being said, I'll just finish up, say under. Um, I think they're right there. I'm with DJ on that. And uh, I think Dawson as well. So um, under six and a half. All right. Um if we go around the room real quick, do y'all believe in – it seems like – I don't believe in Baker Mayfield. It seems like EJ thinks he's better than people say. I don't think he's that good. I like him. I don't believe in him at all, man. I, I don't know. I just don't like his attitude. I actually like his attitude. I just don't think he's that good. <laughs> I like him talking and everything. I just don't think he's good. He throws way too many interceptions. Oh, did you say that when he came into um, Neyland? No, I say that when he was with the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> Because I remember that game very well. Oh, wait, yeah. oh yeah. 
Um, Maybe I'm a little partial to Baker. I might be, you know. I, I mean, like- I like Baker, man. Um, I, I, his situation has never been the best. I mean, his year when he did have, was I guess it was his rookie year. Yeah, it's been his best year now. You know, yeah. he and you know, I feel like he he was on a good path. Um, but then, like I said, different offensive coordinators lost weapons, traded, um, playing with a torn labrum. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you know, I I feel like that definitely shot his confidence. So you know, I'll, if this is a year, I'll finally shut up about Baker Mayfield and say I was wrong. But you know, I just like you guys said, I I think this roster is going to take a couple of years based off the youth. I know, like you guys said, there's a few bright spots. But, I mean, Levante David's old as Christmas. I mean, you got Devin White and Winfield that are great. But, like I said, the rest of the, you know, they're good. But they still, in two years, they'll only be 26. So, I mean, they'll still be good. So, I just think this is a, uh, like you guys said, a rebuild year. And, uh, you know, I, I see they got Chase Edmonds, but I, I don't know how much of a difference that's going to make either. Yeah. Honestly, if you look at their schedule, they could start like 0-7. No, it's very easy. I just think it's going to be chaos, man. And people in Tampa are going to be going to the beach, bro. They're going to say, you know what? We're going to go chill at the beach this year. Uh, Let's take a year off. Well, what sucks about it is guys like Vita Vea and White are going to leave. Yeah. That, 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 that's what, that's what sucks about situations like this, because they have their date, you know, they have, like I said, those few bright spots, especially on their defense more so, but it's like, do those guys get fed up and bounce? Yeah. Trade them for a couple of draft picks, maybe mm-hmm. for Caleb Williams. Right. They <laughs> might be tanking too, man. They might be. I mean, this whole division could tank for Caleb Williams, except yeah. for Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, what do you think? <laughs> Wait, what? Believe in Baker? Are we? Yeah, do you believe man, in Baker? I really like what EJ said. After this year, I'll shut up and stop supporting Baker Mayfield. You know, I think this is his. I said it with Dak Prescott. This is like a career-making year. Because yeah. um, I think if – I know the roster is not perfect, but I think if he can win and put up some numbers and yards with those good receivers he's got, I mean, I don't think the, the book is closed on him. The door is closed. So, I uh, we'll see after this year. Right now, I believe in him, but one year from now, I might be saying, man, I sound like an idiot a year ago, and <laughs> I was wrong. So, we'll see. Yeah. And the fact that his rookie year was his best scares me because that means maybe defensive coordinators figured him out type of thing. Um, that was that. also the best roster he's played with. Though. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. Um, and does it scare you that the some of the talking heads have said Kyle Trask has been um, looking really good in camp and might take over? Yeah. I mean... Or it doesn't scare my, me. I got the under, under, man. Under. I'd want chaos out there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, that was, I, you know, I picked them being the over and being like the, they might be able to challenge the Saints for the division. Kind of like that's my hot take. But uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's it's so hard to say. You know, one injury can change the entire division. So, yeah, that's true. you know, it's, it's all, it's all crapshoot. So, like Trust I said, I believe in Baker. Good. I believe in those receivers. And I really believe in that defense. So, um yeah all right y'all so we just have our division picks left to make um if it wasn't obvious when i was talking about the saints earlier i'm so back and forth on them i just can't pick them to win the division um so i'm gonna go with the falcons i think it's gonna come down to week 17 when the falcons play the saints i think the falcons win week 17 um they've got a great rivalry they always play good games 
I think the Falcons win. I think they win the division with 10 wins, and then I think they lose in the first round of the playoffs. So I'm taking the Falcons at plus 215 if you're looking at DraftKings. EJ, who are you taking yeah. in the division? Yeah, um, like I said, I have to agree with you on, on pretty much um, everything you said. You know, I, I think uh, just based on the uncertainty of that midseason stretch the Saints have with that schedule, um, you know, they could either go either way. And uh, I think the Falcons do have a more talented roster, especially high-power offense. Uh, I, I'm going to pick the Falcons. They said that Week 17 is going to be very interesting. We usually either – we usually split with the Saints. Um, so, you know, and I feel like we – I think we lost to them twice last year think so yeah um it'd be nice to try to get some revenge so i i do see the falcons winning that division um and like you said probably an early uh playoff exit depending on you know who we who we play right there but definitely falcons division to lose all right falcons all right so two falcons picks right there both at plus 215 um ej do you have the the caesars pulled up or the falcons have better odds on caesars yeah yeah so um on on Caesars, it is um, I believe it's two four. Yes, two forty. Ooh, okay. So if you yeah, want to pick the Falcons, look elsewhere. Look at Caesars. You get better odds there. Yeah. Um, and you were right. The Saints did beat Atlanta twice last year, but it was by one point and by three points. So very close games. All right. Um, and that's when they had different. They had Winston for one game and AJ Dalton for one game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Crazy year. Um. Okay. So two for the Falcons. Um, I don't remember what our order was, honestly. I think Tony goes next. So, Tony, who are you picking to win the division? Like I said earlier, I think this Saints roster and the addition of Derek Carr and everything, they're going to be a lot better of a team last year. And with the other three teams being up in the air as much as they are, I think this is the Saints. They're going to run away with this thing. Um, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if we look up in a few months, uh, come playoff time in there, the top three seed in the NFC, uh, get 12 wins in there. Um, easiest, I, I, it's not as easy as the Eagles winning their division, but pretty easy. Give me the Saints. Um, <laughs> I think they're going to run away with it. All right. So the Saints are plus 120. I think the Eagles are minus like 150 or something like that. So it's not crazy different odds, but it's definitely not the same thing, but. Plus yeah. 120. All right. Not bad. Tony's got the Saints. All right, Dylan, round us off here. Who you got winning the division? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's it, it, we talk about how bad this division is, and I'm honestly got really excited about it. Like, talk about all the teams, <laughs> and um, I think it's funny. I think the Buccaneers have a lot more interesting situation than I really thought, you know, from Tony's points, and, and obviously having EJ on, you know, talking to the Falcons, it's been exciting. Um, but I mean, let's get back to the basics here. I've got to be, I got to ride with the Saints. I took their over. Um, I, I took the over nine and a half wins. Um, and I think Tony's taught me into another win. Uh, you know, that of all the teams in the division, uh, they are gearing up uh, really with the weapons that they already have, the defense that they already have, and with the division being up in the air. Um, bringing in Derek Carr and, and the players they brought in um, with Chris Olave in a second year. And, you know, my boy Kamara obviously is going to be, you know, utilized in a ton of different ways. You know, their offense is good. Their defense is good. Their division opponents aren't great. Um, give me the Saints uh, over or, you know, win the division. Um, wouldn't be surprised to see them up there where Tony said at uh, 12 wins somewhere in there. All right, so we got a little mixed bag here. So we got two Saints, two Falcons. 
Um, I think that's that's what everyone's gonna pick. I don't see anybody picking the Panthers or the Bucks. Tony, you look like you got something you want to say. Yeah, kind of to go off what Dylan just said about the NFC South. You know, we were talking about is this the worst division in football? But now that I'm thinking about it, this team might actually have a chance to put two teams in the playoffs. This division might have the chance to put two teams in. Um, I'm not betting on that by any means. But like I said, the NFC, the divisions are kind of top heavy. You know, Mm -hmm. like the the NFC North, who really knows? Mm -hmm. Uh, But then again, you look at the uh, NFC East, if the Cowboys have an injury or something and they're not great, nobody else from that division might get, might not get in. Uh, so, I mean, who knows? Atlanta or who knows? Maybe Tampa could maybe get that eighth or ninth. <laughs> and maybe, Tampa, uh, maybe Atlanta fighting for the second place playoff spot. Hey, that seven, that seventh place wild card. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I know crazy. we were talking trash about how bad they are, but hey, who knows? The NFL's a weird thing. Yeah. So, this, this division actually might be a little bit better than we're giving it credit for. It could be. Could be. Like you said, the NFC North is going to be such a toss-up. You have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of unanswered questions in that. I mean, it's yeah. a lot, a lot of changes all season. Yep. And if the Bears are good, if the Packers are better than people expect, if the Lions and Vikings live up to expectations, they could be a three playoff team. I think yeah. I'm thinking now the NFC North is just looking weaker to me now that I'm thinking about all these additions that the other NFC teams have made, you know, and the losses they've taken. Um at key position. So yeah. um I am excited. I'm kind of excited to watch the Bucks now. Tony's got me excited. Like I was excited <laughs> for Atlanta to watch I but I could see the Bucks like I could really see, I mean I'm on the under still but I could see the Bucks and Atlanta and the Saints all with winning uh records. Um you know and then the Carolina Panthers just going 0 and 6 and um you know in the division or whatever and uh you know just having one dumpster fire, but anyway, I, I'm sticking to my guns with the Bucks, of course. But it is more interesting than uh than I thought. Uh, it's exciting talks football, exactly. Yeah, no, it is. It's always fun to talk with you guys. Um, uh, like we said, yeah, this will be interesting. I th- I will say, Dylan, we should um we should check back with Dylan week 13 and say, Dylan, how many Bucks games have you watched this year? I think the over <laughs> like one and a half. <laughs> it depends on the fantasy roster you know i mean, you know, know. Red zone I mean count. Be, say what does red zone count no well, i'm all i'm all I'm a, you know i got red zone locked yeah. in every sunday yeah. <laughs> yeah the vikings the vikings are gonna probably i think they might be them and the packers will be the most interesting team to watch in that division because i'm interested to see how um your boy performs with you know i know he has justin jefferson he has um the other receiver they drafted who got caught speeding 140 miles per hour or whatever he's doing, Addison. Um, but I, I, I'm just interested to see how effective um, that uh, will, uh, will um, what's his name be? I just forget the quarterback's name. Cousins. Yeah. Um, I'm, ex- I'm interested to see how effective he's going to be without the threat of Dalvin Cook in the backfield. Because who the heck, nobody's afraid of Alexander Madison. Like, yeah. It's not game planning for him. So, <laughs> so I, I'm interested to see without the threat of Dalvin Cook taking 170 yards, uh, you know, how that's going to affect Justin Jefferson, Addison, and how Addison's emergence, how how will that affect Justin Jefferson? You know, yeah. that, that that's going to be interesting too. So it's well, a lot of questions up there. And then you got Jared Goff and then you got Jordan Love. I mean. Ooh. Yeah, a lot of people, yeah. <laughs> I, I never trust the Lions. Talk to. 
They're getting a lot of love. Yeah. Well, Packers are going to be just. just they, could, they could be one of the worst teams. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I don't the think they will. Yeah, Thanks for Caleb Williams, Green Bay. Thanks for taking for Caleb Williams. They could do it. Thanks for Caleb. <laughs> Dude, like Green Bay has had the best quarterback luck too. Like since I've like been alive. Goes from yeah. back to back Super Bowl winning quarterbacks that have yeah. huge tenured careers. Yeah, and then if they get the chance at freaking Caleb Williams too, I mean, yeah. that would just be the storyline right there. Um, you know, like or they, honestly, they could tank for Joe Milton too, or even better. Joe Mills yeah. <laughs> um, gonna come up. Hey, we we'll know see. Joe Mills gonna have a great <laughs> year. Um, I don't think he's gonna be Caleb Williams though. I, I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. Well, he could have a better team, but Caleb Williams is pretty, pretty, pretty good. So he is. He's a dog. And we'll save it for the NFC North. But the Packers have a really young, good roster too. So that is an interesting thought. All their skilled players are like second year, first year players. Um, so, but we'll save it um we'll go ahead and end it here guys we'll see how we all did at the end of the year thank you all for joining me before we go ej i know you've got a show that you do um you want to plug your show real quick tell us your show tell us what's it about tell us how to watch or listen to it oh yeah man so you know obviously you find me on twitch or kick uh you know streaming at, at the electric dr jack I recently got my doctor, so the name changed. But um, yeah, man, you guys come check me out, man. We 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 watch anime, we watch Saturday morning cartoons, all the things we love growing up. We play video games and kind of just chill, man. Just talk about do whatever we want when we want, how we want, man. So anybody watching, whoever wants to come by and check it out, man, hit me up. It's all same on all socials, Twitter, and then you can catch them on there. I don't stream as often as I used to, but when we get on there, we have a good time, man. So. Hey, congrats on getting the doctor, man. That's fire. Hey, right thank you, is. man. It's been a journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't wish that on my worst enemy, man. <laughs> you have to come back, and you have to come back and do it with us again. We'll, we'll have to talk some more football because it was great. Yeah, man, I'm down anytime, man. Like I said, I I, I know I'm teaching and coaching. I have a busy schedule and, and parenting, but you know I, I can make time for, for stuff like that. I can always make time for football, baby. Always. <laughs> Got to. <laughs> And I know you've been with your girl for a while, but y'all recently got married too. So congrats. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Got the got the ring. Hey, <laughs> You're locked up. Oh, damn, man. <laughs> All right. It's a good thing, man. Congratulations. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Well, yes. Um, we'll have you back on for the ACC at the very least. We'll talk some smack about the SEC versus the ACC. Um Ooh. how much? Oh yeah. The SEC elitist. Oh yeah. <laughs> and maybe come big- on back, man. I'm ready. I love talking to <laughs> SEC whenever football. You're ready, man. Um, awesome, man. We always want as much people here to talk, give as much uh, intel as they got. So again, y'all, thank y'all for joining me. Tony, EJ, Dylan, thank y'all for joining me. I love having y'all. This is so much fun. I love this. Um, for the listeners, thank y'all for watching. Remember, uh, listen to what we said. See if you agree with us. Bet responsibly. Don't forget to hedge those bets. See y'all next time. See ya.